Hey everyone, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called How We Manage Obstacles. I mean, the biggest difference that I've found between those who succeed and those who fail lies in how they deal with obstacles and challenges that come up in their life. So there's a lot to unpack. Let's get into it today, guys. Thanks for joining. Okay, guys, so how we manage obstacles. Let's face it, we all get obstacles at some point in our lives, right? The difference is some will curl up in a ball and cry about it, and some will duck, dodge, and keep on pushing forward. So what gives some that inner resolve and not others? That's kind of like the big question mark there, right? Well, let's start with ownership, right? Because most of you listening right now have already decided what category you fall into and I'm betting you think you're a fighter, right? And so if all of us listening are like, yeah, I'm definitely a fighter. I don't just curl up and take it, you know, because we all want to believe ourselves to be the hero in the story, right? Of course, I'm not going to just give up. Of course, I'm going to fight. Of course, I'm going to do whatever I have to do. I always have. That's what I do. But yet, I can tell you that, you know, I work with a big crowd of people now, and there is definitely a split. And I mean, I want to say two-thirds of the people that I come into contact with are rolling over and quitting. Whether they're aware of it or not is a very different thing. And about a third tend to just hold firm, like real strong in their inner resolve. So... It's very interesting. I think when I say ownership, I think we just have to be a little more honest with ourselves. Um, If I look at myself, I like to believe I'm a fighter, but if I'm being real truthful and honest, I think I waver in both categories. And I think a lot of us tend to. Like there are times that you cannot knock me off of my, you know, I am headed down this path. I am going with such like vigor and direction and like I know what I'm doing and there's no stopping me and anything that comes in my way I'll just pivot and keep going and then there's other times where I literally I just fall apart and it could be something as simple as like a light bulb burning out but it just so happened to happen to me right at that very moment when I felt like I could not handle one more thing on my plate and in that moment I just oh you know what I mean you just like come on, you look to the sky, you're like, really? You know, those moments, those are the moments when I find myself more fetal position than, you know, boxing gloves on. And I think if we all really are honest with ourselves, we don't stay firm in in holding to be that person who's going to fight, kick, punch, whatever, to get ourselves where we need to get. And that, I mean, that giving up, That even if it's just those moments of like feeling pity for yourself or, you know, complaining about your daily whatever challenges that roll. And the reason this whole episode, by the way, came up is because yesterday was one of those days for me. I mean, you, I just, I started off with a dental appointment, which is about the worst way you could start your day, I gotta think. Um, And it was like a snowball effect. Um. I had computer issues when I was supposed to be meeting with a client. I had um, phone issues. I had um, internet connection. Yeah, that kind of continued throughout the day as a theme. Um, 
we did actually have light bulbs go out. I mean, it was pretty much anything and everything that could come up sort of did. Um, I mean, I say everything. We all know there's a whole host of other things that could have come up. But it definitely felt like I never got a break, you know? As soon as one problem seemed to be shelved, the next thing came up and it was just like, oh, really? Even my, I mean, you can hear it. I'm still very nasally and sick, which is frustrating because this is the second week, two full weeks of feeling like total garbage. I barely am getting this podcast episode out. I'm usually much earlier in the morning on um, releasing these, but I am just, I'm still pushing forward though. So that's where I'm going with this. Like, maybe you give yourself a moment to be like, really, this is, you know, really? But that can be it. Like, just the moment. Because if you let it start to become hours to a day to, you know, whatever it consumes, um, the bigger it gets, the longer it gets, the harder it is to dig out, you know? It's kind of like being buried in a 10-foot hole versus, you know, just kind of like stepping in a shallow little, you know, couple inch deep hole. That's how I think of it. When you're really in a deep hole, how the heck do you get out of there? It's like, man, that is a lot more work. But if you can meet all of those tiny little challenges, you know, with this sort of momentum of keep moving forward, then it's like easier that you're in a stride, you know? So even with everything that happened yesterday, I'm currently in a pretty good state of mind where I was able to just push on, you know? I mean, it's how embarrassing is it to have to contact a client that you're supposed to be meeting with and saying, hey, yeah, I, I'm trying like crazy. I thought I could get my computer back up and running before our meeting, but I just can't. Like, you just have to own it sometimes. Just be honest and keep pushing and say, what can we do to fix this? Can we meet later today? Do you have some time later this week? I'll work on your schedule adjust some other things later in my week to try to accommodate, you know? Um, but I very much could have just been like, oh my gosh, I give up, you know? I mean, there's a lot of things that have been coming my way. My mom even said yesterday, she said, I just got a package for you from you. I think it was my Christmas gift. Um, it arrived as an empty bag. <laughs> it looks like it was never sealed shut. It wasn't like, uh, so the company that was supposed to send it, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here, but never like pulled the sticky strip off and actually sealed the thing shut. So it was a wide open package that went through the mail and the contents clearly spilled out somewhere, but all she received was an empty bag. So then she on her own pursued thinking it was something she had ordered and then found out what her Christmas gift was in advance of Christmas. Oh, goodness. So again, I mean, it was like just little things like that, that just all day long. And I was like, you know, it's easy. That's the easy way out to just be like, forget it. I can't do it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm shutting today off. I'll try again tomorrow. But that's not really like fighting back. It's like you, if you really want to fight back, just keep pushing. And granted, like now you've got 15 more things in your day to have to like jump around when you already had a full day, maybe. But if you keep going, it's almost like, I mean, I like to say it's like giving the middle finger to like whatever energetic force is trying to stand in your way. You know, it's like, heck no, don't mess with me. I'm going to keep doing this no matter what. And the reason I think that's so important is because I feel like, now I, I highly believe in this sort of good versus evil universe that we live in, right? And you all know me by now that I have strong faith. 
So, you know, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, God versus the devil here. But whether, I mean, if you don't have a strong religious belief in God, then maybe you can just see it as like, you know, the good energy versus the evil, bad energy or whatever. But at any rate, I feel like no matter what, bad energy, devil likes to get in the way of those that are like on a mission to do something really good. So the second you feel like you got to skip in your step and things are going your way and you've got a little bit of power, you're building up some momentum to do something amazing or even just like getting through your day with ease, I feel like it almost wants to just throw you off your game. So the real like point here of like which category will you fall in matters a lot because you're either going to be an easy victim or you're going to be such a pain in the butt that you proceed to like push forward and do regardless of all this stuff that comes at you that eventually I feel like that bad mojo just gives up. It's like, geez, I can't knock this girl off her path. I'm going to go for someone else who's teetering a little. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, I'd rather be that force that evil doesn't even want to mess with because I am not stopping no matter what you throw my way. So go ahead, throw throw your worst at me. Here I go again. Like, yeah, this stinks, but here I go again. Like I'm not stopping. Good luck because I am not going to quit. And if we could all have that, I think it just like would finally tip the scale. You know what I mean? Like, boy, we need a break, right? Well, if you really need a break, persevere. That's what I would suggest. You know, find your inner resolve. Find that ability to just problem solve it and keep pushing on. Because a lot of the times we stop because the solution just seems like more work. It's like, okay, we just did all this to get to this end point. And now you're telling me I have to like start over or I have to find a new way. And it's just too much and we walk away from it. Well, what just happened there? It's like, check the box on the side of evil just won that one right? They threw something in your way and you quit. So for me, it's like every time I see something like that, I see opportunity to just say, "Uh -uh, not today. (laughs) Not this girl. You can't have me. I'm not giving up on this, you know? And boy, it would be easy to give up on a lot of the things going on in my life right now. Um, You know, I talk to people every day who are, have recently lost a loved one who have been through some real garbage in their life. Um, you know, that's just part of what I signed up for, you know? Um, and I hear people talking about not being able to keep fighting anymore. I just don't have it in me. I don't have like, this it, I'm done, that kind of thing. Like they're just like spent. And I get that because emotionally, when you just keep being challenged, oh, It is so exhausting. So I feel that in my core. Um, I can completely empathize with that on a lot of levels, you know, because I've been in that in that place of feeling like I don't have anything left to give. But uh, it, it takes me back again to what I was just talking about, because when you're starting to allow yourself to just go down that path of it's just all too much, it's like saying I'm weak. Come at me. You know what I mean? And I think that's why more junk piles up on us when we're already down. You know, feeling like you're kicked when you're down feeling. I think that comes from being an easy target, you know? So in terms of beating obstacles that life throws at you, I think the best way you can combat that 
is to show that you're not going to easily roll over. You're not going to just take whatever life throws at you. You're going to come at it and not just like continue to pursue the same path, but you're going to find new ways. You're going to, um, you know, do things that you never thought you'd have to do. You're going to ask for help. You're going to pray. I mean, come on. Like if you do believe in higher power, ask them to back you up. Say, I need some inner resolve. I need some strength here. Can you please give me some, you know, um, I'm not above that. Every single day I say, Jesus, take my hand. Like, Holy Spirit, fill me up. I need some, like, I need that, you know? That's what for me is fuel. And we all have our own thing that just feels like, um, you know, feels like like the burner, you know? The thing that's like fueling the fire and um, whatever it is, you just need to dig and um, not let those super hard days weigh you down to a point where you feel like you're in so deep, I just don't have the energy today to dig out. Because every time you show a weak spot like that, you know, you're just setting yourself up for some more stuff. And that's when, before you know it, you're now 20 feet under, you know? I know I started with 10 feet, now I'm saying 20 feet, but it can feel that way. It can feel like the entire world is on your shoulders sometimes. And for me, it's just not letting myself go down that little slippery path of even a moment, you know? And and so, yes, like I said before, we all fall victim and I wave in and out of being that warrior type to feeling like, you know, the little kid who just wants her mom and dad to give her a hug. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't always feel like the fierce lion. But I think as time's gone on, I have learned more and more strategies to keep myself moving forward and not you know, going backwards. And so the less and less moments that I have of those darkness, like I said, the less piles on top, you know. So now when the hard times hit, they're not quite so hard and heavy. Um, yeah, yesterday was a day, boy. I mean, I could go through a list and you guys would just laugh because it almost sounds comical. It's almost like someone's just making up the story of my life sometimes, you know. And I think all of us could like find a day like that. But um I'm certainly in a in a time in my life like that where it does not take much to have everything just pile up. Um, but, and it's funny because I am actually my strongest right now that I've probably ever been in my life. And yet I'm having the most garbage come at me. So maybe I'm a threat. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like, you know, because I'm coming back at it so hard, it's like you really get tested. You know, and and, sorry, I'm like mouth breathing. Good goodness. Nothing like a microphone like this to really identify a sickness that you're trying to get over. (laughs) Whoo! So there it is, folks. I apologize. So if you guys have stuck with me this long listening to me sounding like like an elf, uh, I appreciate you. (laughs) Whoo! Anyway, back to what I was saying. I just think um, it's easy to say that your problems might be bigger than the next person and therefore, you know, this might be a little different. I need to give myself some time a day or whatever. I I just don't know that I will buy that or allow that to be the excuse because while yes, I 100% think we all have very different challenges, you know, the old saying of, you know, the different, different vessels in different waters or whatever, but we're all in storms. Um, But, hmm... Like, I don't think that one person will continuously have 
these humongous challenges compared to another, um, maybe, I guess, like, this is a tough one, because I, you know, there are some people who do live a more privileged life, right, so even their worst day might not compare to someone else's, um, but in that, that being said, like, who, how, how do you say this? I think that, um, it's still like, okay, let's just take the example of some, like, person living in some mansion who've always had like staff working for them. Let's go to the extreme here, right? And then let's go to somebody who is in like a third world nation and like struggles for food, right? So now we are talking like a bad day in a mansion versus, you know, a day where you might not be able to feed your family. Okay, so these are two polar extremes, right? But I will say to the person living in the mansion, right, who's always had this like pampered lifestyle, even still that we could say like that's nothing compared to what someone else has dealt with, I'd still argue the point that like their worst day for them is still like energetically comparable. It's like they might never really know true hardship, sure, but at the same time, like when we're talking like white collar problems, blue collar problems, like these might not be, you know, not the same thing, third world, first world, whatever. Very, very different problems. But in the mind of the person experiencing it, I believe that even somebody in this very privileged life truly believes that like their life is over when something happens that for all of us would be like nothing, right? But but it's traumatic for them. So you have to also understand that like, it's not apples to apples. But in our mind, it it is an equally uh, challenging time, right? So I know that sounds crazy, but really think that through. Like, because if all you've ever known is a life of ease, and then let's say like, you go to pay for something and your credit card denies it or something for the first time. Now, this seems like that would be not a problem at all, right, for this third world person in the third world nation who's like, man, I haven't had a, a meal in a week. Now you're you're like sad because you couldn't buy this handbag because your credit card was denied. Seems like not the same thing. But in the mind of the person, so really put yourself in the position of you've never had a credit card denied. You've always been able to buy what you want, when you want, all of that. And then that moment of humiliation, that moment of um, an inability to to do what you need to and panic and not knowing why. And did somebody get a hold of my card and run up a big bill? Did like think about the things that start to run through their mind and that terror. And it could very well be on the same level as somebody who's like, I don't know what to do. I can't find food. So that sounds crazy, but it's all because we are coming from such different backgrounds and um and so in our own mind's eye we believe our problem to be just as bad as anything else right i guess where i'm going with this not as to like feel bad for the poor me who actually has everything i'm not saying that i'm just saying that we all will have a day that feels dark to us and in our life experience that feels like more than we can handle so while we're not, it's not even comparable, right? We can all agree on that. It feels like it to the person in the experience. Like it is beyond, it's more than I can take, 
right? So that's where I'm going with this. So like it, we've all had that regardless of our upbringing, personal situation, our, you know, all of it. Um, and so how is it that, you know, somebody who could be in say like this third world nation not eating could manage to still have stronger, more positive days than this person who's spoiled every day of their life? You know, it, so it, it comes down to that it has nothing to do with what we have. It has nothing to do with how privileged we are and what we, it has to do with inner strength. Sometimes, and actually most of the time, I believe those with the strongest inner resolve and strength to push on are people who've been challenged. People who've time and time again had to face an obstacle and figure out how to get through it because it's life or death right? When we haven't had that experience of a real problem that could be life or death, that is that terrifying, we don't necessarily build up um, like, uh, not mechanisms, but um, strategies and ways in which to deal when it happens. And it's like, we haven't had to. So sometimes we really are a little bit more at a loss of like, I don't even know what to do. It's like, I mean, I would know what to do. Call the credit card company, start doing, you know what I mean? But they might not even know how to handle it. It might be pure overwhelm. Um, And so where, you know, somebody who's been through some tough things like that, one already sort of knows how to navigate it. They also just know how to navigate that feeling of like the impossible and then having to keep going forward. So I want to get more into this. I love this topic. So um, right after a quick break, guys, there's going to be more. Thanks for sticking around. All right. I'll see you soon. Okay, guys. So I'm here to tell you, do not feel alone. If you are having overwhelming grief from the loss of a soulmate, because I have a private Facebook group that is now up to 1.7 K members of people feeling exactly like you do. Uh, or, you know, maybe not exactly, but at the very least, they can feel you because having lost a soulmate themselves, their heart has that same hole and um, we're finding ways. It's a coaching group where we're finding solutions. It's not just about complaining about our problems. It's about supporting each other through it and finding real answers. So if that sounds like something that could help you, I'm going to leave the link in today's description and you can hop over to https colon forward slash forward slash connection beyond struggle dot com so just to keep it simple for you i just said it right there but you can always check for the link in the podcast description all right guys if you need me i hope to see you on the inside now back to the show so another hurdle i kind of wanted to talk about is the removable obstacles (laughs) So, yeah, of course, sometimes we're just going to have to figure out how to pivot, keep pushing, all of that. But sometimes we can just shut down the things that are problems. So where I'm going with this is it's easy to, like, dodge things. But what if we could just eliminate the ball altogether that's coming barreling at us, right? So if you see things in your life that are consistently causing problems, sometimes eliminating the problem, instead of waiting for it to sort of erupt, you know, into something that's out of control is really the answer. So just evaluate your life and where things are at, the things that give you the biggest trouble. If it always keeps coming up from like, 
one person, maybe then it's time to take a little break or have a little conversation with the person so that you can just prevent it from continuously being the same problem. Does that make sense? Um, I mean, I'm not big on people who just cut others out of their life without at least the conversation first, because sometimes it's just a matter of communication and needing to explain. I mean, cutting off family and long friendships and things. I mean, I'm, I've been victim a few times to like trying to fix things just to have it happen again. And you know, the saying, if fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Because the real reason for that saying is because you really should learn, you know? Um, so first trying to resolve it with the person and communicating. Um, but if it continuously happens from that same camp, same person, same issue or different issues, but always, you know, this at the center focal point of it all is always the same person, then sometimes... You need to actually remove that from your life. It's not a healthy thing. It's more toxic to your life. I mean, and this is not medical advice, guys. This is just my own personal, what I've experienced. Because, I mean, I have a friend that I kept putting myself out there every time. It was clear that she was at the the problem. Like She was the problem of it all. Because um, there was four of us involved. You know, myself and my husband and her and her husband. And every time she was the one creating drama and problems and misreading things, misinterpreting things, just kind of a mess. And every time, because the relationship between all of us was good. When it was good, it was really good. So, like, I kept pushing the let's fix it. My husband eventually, like, sooner than me realized, I think we just need to separate from this. Like, it's not good for us. Like, every time we do this, we're the ones apologizing. We're the ones going out of our way to fix it, just to once again have to go through this all over again. Like, I think it's time to just maybe, you know, cut ties. But, you know, I kept thinking of the good times, and that's sometimes what gets us in trouble. If that's not what somebody's actually giving you, and that's not, um, you know, that's not the current present situation, you need to look at what's at, at hand what's currently the situation, not longing for the good old days, not hoping for the best because you know it's in there, you know, because they might have their own work to do and they might not be in a very healthy state of mind right now. And for you to continuously allow yourself to get sucked back down because of a person who's kind of like unstable or, um, you know, then then you're the one that's going to get hurt and be suffering so it is tricky. It's a tricky thing to navigate, especially when it's family. Like, I don't think cutting things off with family is is good. You know, we've had our ups and downs over the years with different family members, too. That's heavy on the heart because there's love there. There is a lot of history there. Um, and so when that's not good, you're not good, right? I mean, it's like what it's at the core of you. So it never feels good. Uh so for sure, you want to do what feels good for your heart. If cutting things off and separating from something doesn't feel good, then, it, you know, maybe it's not in your best interest. But if being in that relationship with a person, be it an actual, like, um, you know, spousal relationship or, you know, dating relationship or friendship or whatever it is, if it continues to create problems, if always it's the same source of trouble. 
and you keep looking for a way out and having to dig and pivot and then like, you know, if you could stop it before it happens with a conversation, you know, a real honest conversation and just say, hey, look, my life's pretty simple, but I keep having the same problem with X and you know, that's at the core of that is you. Like, I, I don't want that to be. I want our friendship to be special and something that brings me up and not something that's creating this heaviness. So can we fix it? Like, I, I think it's worth fixing. Um, it, you're going to be received one of two ways, you know? Somebody's going to either get real defensive and be like, what are you saying? I'm the problem. Or, you know, yeah, I agree. Like, we need to fix this. So, you know, whatever it is, like whichever you're received with is pretty telling too. Although be careful because you never want to throw a stone at someone else and be accusational and say, I think you're at the center point of all this. If really you contributed as well, you know, maybe it's just that relationship. You, you know, you plus them equals like a bad cocktail. Um, Because sometimes we're talking about two really solid, good people. But for whatever reason, every time together, it, there's a clash. There's something that just doesn't mesh right, you know? Um, I have friends, I was just talking to one yesterday, who was like um, separate from their husband. Both very good people um, who everyone would like to be around and are just really upbeat, positive. But together, ooh, very toxic. Bad for each other. Um, just you know, not a good relationship that leads to their kids having a good experience. And so sometimes it's, it's like not necessarily fixable. It's just two very different people with very different outlooks on life and different directions that you're going and, um, and not having tolerance for one another or whatever it is or history that just always like flares back up, you know? I mean, there's counseling for a lot of that too, relationship counseling and such, but you know, if it's really worth saving, if it's family, if it's um, a spouse, I think that it's worth at least giving counseling a try because before you throw a towel in on, on a relationship you've built over years, you know, I think it's worth at least your effort in seeing if a professional can help you get to the other side of it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so just, I mean, obstacles don't always have to come in the way of like a person creating an obstacle. Sometimes obstacles are things that seem, they seem out of nowhere, like, you know, a flat tire and then a, a dead car f- or um, phone battery. And then, you know, the computer fails and then the electricity's out. And like, you're like, what on earth? This isn't a person. These are just problems. <laughs> and those are the type of problems I tend to have these days are more of those types of things. Um, and sometimes, again, preventative, you know, like I should know by now that every year around this time of year, all of my... Um, smoke detector batteries die, all of them at the same time every year. Really strange, but it happens every year. So rather than wait until it's completely inconvenient, like I'm recording a podcast or on the phone or doing a live um, on Facebook or, you know, something that it would be really intrusive to, like waiting until that problem happens, I could just at the same time, like, let's say I know every December 1st, they start going off, then in November, change those darn batteries before it happens, right? So there are ways in which we could sort of buffer ourselves from an experience that could be prevented. 
that's like a small scale example, but, but for sure, like there's a lot of things like that. Even my car, like if I did the regular scheduled maintenance a little more, you know, like I had a set date on a calendar where I just called and got myself an appointment before going, oh no, like I'm past due on my oil change. Like why not instead just have it be something scheduled that happens automatically? Um, you know, all that stuff. So it, one, it won't weigh on your mind so much, but also it prevents all those little things like less balls to dodge, you know, like it, if there's less things coming at you, it feels less overwhelming and much more manageable in my experience anyway. Because uh, I can handle a thing or two in a day. I get overwhelmed when it seems like as soon as I fix this, the next thing. You know, then I get to the point of like, enough. <laughs> and so sometimes, again, I come back to like, I think the devil's after me when he knows that. He knows that's my breaking point. That like, I can handle a thing or two. I can't handle a ton. So I'm working on that. You know, fix it. Don't make it so there's a breaking point. You know, if that's the case, you don't want to be waving the flag at a certain point. You want to be able to keep persevering and showing that nothing will throw you off your path. And then I think you'll stop being attacked so much. So that's what I'm working on currently. And I think it helps big time. I think that I have way less days like this. Um, And I think because I already had this cold um, and this sickness sort of going around our family, I think I was an easier target because I was already exhausted, you know, so taking care of yourself physically can really help because, you know, when I drink a lot of water, I get a lot of vitamin C and I'm rested at night and all that. I don't feel this exhaustion that I'm going through right now. It's of my own doing. If I took better care, ate better, slept better, rested, exercised, all the things that I know I should do, I tend to have less of these days. And it's like, it's just a hard thing to own, but it, it's true that if you are already starting off with a good, healthy, physical core, it helps, you know? And there's just less, you know, I don't know, how do you explain it? Other than saying it's like having a, a weak foundation on a house, you know, if it's built on like a mud pile, you know, that's what I feel like right now is a big old mud pile. And if it, <coughs> oh man, just talking about it makes me cough. Um, and if that's at the core of your foundation, then, you know, yeah, all those things that start to go or really go, you know, versus if you're built on solid foundation and then a thing or two happen, it's a lot easier to, to deal with than when you're already starting off with a really, really poor foundation and core. So, um, man, I am like out of breath here. Sorry guys (laughs) for all the mouth breathing I'm doing today. I apologize. Let's talk about obstacles, boy. Yep. And again, that stuff, like if I had really planned and done better um, previous to Thanksgiving time, like I think I was really just when I'm building up for the holiday that is all based around food and I know I'm going to be cooking these massive things, I tend to eat garbagey meals right before. Like the night before Thanksgiving, we had pancakes for dinner because I was like thinking, I don't want to like do a big healthy meal with chicken and vegetables and all that stuff when we were about to have this huge Thanksgiving feast. So I instead, we had like chocolate chip pancakes and maple syrup. Like that's so unhealthy. So it's not all that surprising that I was more susceptible to getting sick, right? So if I had stuck to just good diet as usual and not 
started eating like garbage, maybe our immune systems would have been strong enough to fight it, you know, and then without already feeling garbagey when, you know, I had issues with internet and whatnot, maybe I would have even like been awake earlier in the morning to check it before leaving the house, in which case I could have started the resolving of the problem before leaving instead of having a half an hour till I had to meet with a client and then having to cram in trying to fix the internet in a smaller window of time. Does that make sense? So it's like, you know, there are ways in which like all this snowballs together. So if you're not taking care of your health or if you're smoking or if you're, you know, you have some bad habits and things, going to bed really late at night and then, you know, having to get up early for work and so your body's running on empty, you know, or if your answer to feeling like you're on empty is to just fuel it with caffeine instead of like truly giving yourself like good protein-based snacks and things that'll carry you. So all of these things seem so small, but that snowball effect of like when you start rolling a snowball down a hill and it gains in size, you know, because as it's rolling, it's picking up more snow. It's like that, you know, something very small, like having a chocolate chip pancake for dinner (laughs) combined with, you know, then I get a sickness thrown at me, then I get a, you know, it's like I, I was already, I already started the ball rolling. And so it, it could gain momentum. Whereas if you never even get that snowball started, it's like I can't, it can't accumulate and build, right? So the little things you can control can help at least reduce the size of the snowball, but potentially even keep it from even starting rolling, right? Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I, I failed a bit in the sense of like, um, I haven't been doing all the right things there. Also, because of not feeling good, I've allowed my house to get super messy. I could not keep up with housekeeping. I've never had a sickness like this before, by the way, that that kicked me in the gut quite like this. It was like flu and cold. Couldn't lift my head off the pillow one day or even raise my hand up to like look at what time it said on my phone. Couldn't move. It was like, man, somebody said to me, well, why didn't you get to the doctor to see like what was going on? I was like, I literally could not lift my head up. Like I couldn't even get to a car to drive. Heck no. Like I was in rough repair. My only option was to try to get good enough to be able to like get up and move again and hope I could get to a pharmacy to get like some over the counter stuff. So let's just say house cleaning was on a back burner in large part. (laughs) So now... Not taking care of myself before Thanksgiving and eating right led to sickness. Now the sickness has led to a dirty house that I can't keep up with. Now I've got company coming and I'm feeling overwhelmed because I have to clean a house and wrap presents and do, like, I mean, it just, see how the snowball can start? And then all it takes is little things, the light bulb going out, the whatever, the internet, and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm targeted. But it's not. I mean, it really was controllable at the start. And now because of my own actions in large part, but like it just builds and it's a lot. And so I could be mad about the fact that I have so much to do and what I mean, I what a mess. Right. So to sit there and just woe is me. And when I say like some of us will be in the fetal position, I don't mean literally, but sometimes. But I just mean like it feels 
like the mountain instead of just the little molehill. It feels like all of a sudden I have way too much in a very short amount of time. Whereas, you know, maybe some different actions earlier on would have led to me feeling like it was a much more achievable hill to climb. So yeah, we got to take some responsibility. (laughs) I know it's hard and I know we all want to say I fall into the category of persevere, persevere, persevere. I push myself. I never stop. I never quit no matter what. I know very few people I can count on one hand probably that are really that way that seem to just roll with the punches and keep going. The majority, that was like a lot, almost a stutter. (laughs) The mama, mama, the majority of people that I know fall into that like in between where like sometimes they seem like a powerhouse that could take anything. And other times they seem like they are just ready to throw in the towel before they even get started. So, you know, I don't know where you fall fully or if you're completely on one side or the other, like myself, feel like you straddle both from time to time. But I think just the less often you can find yourself in the category of wanting to give up, the more quickly you can pivot and look back to the light and see that there's a lot of good things still going on. You know what I mean? Put it this way, like, yeah, I could be upset about the fact that I've got a ton of housework to do and a bunch of work because my internet was down yesterday and all that. Or I could just look at it as how blessed am I that I have a brother who's going to come and stay with me and his children and his wife and like the fun we're going to have. And like, why not focus on that? Because when you do, it makes it like, like, who cares if I have to throw a couple loads of laundry in, run the dishwasher a couple times, run a vacuum, pick up some clothes, fold some things, whatever, you know, like big deal. (laughs) I'm doing it for the purpose of I'm about to do something really fun that I enjoy, right? So why complain? (laughs) That's kind of the way I see it. That's how I go with the, the glass half full instead of seeing it as empty is just look at the things that are still really good. Continue to like try to dig out without complaining, without stopping, you know, what's the, I know, I you guys know me by now. I love to take a, a country music quote to throw in there, but there's that country song, if you're going through hell, keep on moving. You might get it out before the devil even knows you're there. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. I love that song because every time I hear it, who, if anybody knows who sings it, um, drop a note, let me know because I can't think of it right now. But it is really all about like sometimes if you can just keep pushing and going and whatever and don't stop he might not even notice you which is what you want right you want to just go right underneath the devil's uh um view and just not let him identify you and see you as a weak spot so when things are really rough and things are really hard just keep going you know you can look back at it later and go wow look what i accomplished But looking at it while you're in it is like more just stewing in it. And it's not going to help you get out. And you want to get out before you're noticed. You want to get out before more starts to pile up. And I know you can do this. Everyone can do it. I've done it. Um, And it feels so good. Oh, it feels so good when you can just keep pushing through and get out. And get out pretty quickly and then look back and go, wow. I did accomplish a lot in the last few weeks. You know, that feels good. And the more you feel good, the more good you attract. And then just, you know, the less the less junk seems to come your way. You're not a magnet to all of it anymore. You know, you're, you repel it. 
And that's what we want. We want to repel obstacles. You know, we don't want to be sucking them into our path. So guys, I hope today's um, podcast episode landed for you. And I hope you pulled out at least some little nugget that can help you in your own life. That's what it's all about. And I'm so beyond grateful for all my listeners who keep coming back. So thank you guys and just keep doing great things. All right. Hopefully I'll see you on the next episode.